about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Last year, I gained the title of Podcast Pete. I'm starting to see why. Thank you very much for listening to the Your Harrogate Podcast once more, whether it be via our website, yourharrogate.co.uk, or your favourite podcast location. Listen to the radio station via our website, also the free app, and you can get us on Smart Speaker, and you can also listen in the car on DAB, which is very useful when the weather is so wintry. We're on Winter Weather Watch with Ketterwell Fuels over the coming days. And also, we're gearing up for, first of all, the Beer Festival at the Crown Hotel this weekend. If you're listening to this before Friday the 10th of March then listen to the radio Friday afternoon because I'm going to be at the beer festival working strictly working you understand and then very much looking forward to an annual event the Nairsborough Tractor Run we don't care what the weather's doing on Sunday we're going to have a good time we're going to raise lots of money for Yorkshire Air Ambulance now this is an event that started with a bunch from Nairsborough Young Farmers way way back Uh, it was only a small group and they used to do little runs at the weekend to places like Whitby and then sadly around 2017 they lost one of their good friends Mike Spink who died in a tragic accident out in New Zealand and since then in memory of Mike they've decided to upscale the event and it has just grown to the point that last year a record number took part 383 tractors they go from the showground through to pateley bridge for lunch and then back over the tops weaving their way back down to nairsborough the drivers and passengers all chip in with money people donate on the day for the fantastic charity that is yorkshire air ambulance their regional fundraising manager, what an area she covers, north and east regions all over, Linstead, and I wonder if Lynn's ever taken part in a tractor run herself. I haven't, I have had tractor experience and actually my husband does have uh, Massey Ferguson, but we just bimble up and down the field in it, that's all. (laughs) Good stuff. So with regards to the charity, Yorkshire Air Ambulance, how long have you been with them and how is it all going? I've been with the charity coming up seven years now, initially as a volunteer, and then I started working for the charity. And it's going really well. Yeah, it's a very positive place to work and the people that you come into contact with, the fundraising team, the donors, the volunteers, it's all very positive. So it's not a difficult place to work in, I've got to say. I think on the fundraising side of things, things have uh, been difficult over the last few years, obviously with COVID and then all the other things that are coming along, the economic crisis and money's diverted to other places from people. You only have so much in your pocket to put in a bucket and it's being diverted to other worthwhile charities as well, such as you know Ukraine and Turkey and all the other charities that really do need support as well. So it is difficult, but I've got to say the people of Yorkshire are extremely generous. I think they can really appreciate the service that the Yorkshire Air Ambulance brings in such a rural area and across the patch. You know, if you were to have an incident, accident, then there's only one way you're going to get to a hospital if you're in some of the more remote places. So I think they really appreciate it and they're very supportive. It really is uh, heartwarming. 
Absolutely. It's amazing what the charity does. I mean, in recent times, one that stands out for us, particularly around the Harrogate area, is a horrific accident at Asheville College where two students uh, from Rossett School were injured and, and airlifted to hospital. And like you point out, you know, so imperative for those living in rural communities, which is the reason why the guys and girls who organised the tractor run in Nairsborough raise the funds for Yorkshire Air Ambulance year after year. What does it mean to you? Oh, it's just amazing. As you say, they just do it year after year. It's grown in <laughs> leaps and bounds as the tractor run. Everybody enjoys it. I mean, to date, they have raised over £84,500. Wow. Absolutely outstanding. You can't say how many lives that has helped to save and how it's impacted on all of the people across Yorkshire. You know, nobody goes out on a morning thinking that they're going to need the air ambulance, but it can happen to anybody. Accidents happen, and I think that's why it's sort of all-inclusive, if you like, is the life-saving service that we bring, because it could be anybody. It's just amazing, Parker and all the team with the farmers. They just seem to do it year on year, year on year. Keep pulling it out of the bag, don't they? Absolutely. You know, it seems to just all come together. I don't know. We don't see all the the organisation that goes behind it, but it all just comes together on the day. It goes nice and smoothly. The volunteers are we're going to be along the route and we'll also be at Nidderdale Showground. And, uh, you know, we'll be there with the buckets to uh, just capture anything else that hasn't come along within the within the route. And as a charity, you mentioned before, cost of living crisis is is a phrase that we've all come accustomed to, really, unfortunately. How have you had to adapt or how have you adapted to try and keep that cash flow coming in? I think we're having to revisit how we do. I mean, the Yorkshire Air Ambulance has some really strong values when it comes to fundraising. And we don't go knocking on doors. We don't put things through people's letterbox. We don't do collecting on the streets where you sign people up to things. It's not something that Yorkshire Air Ambulance does. And so we're really having to revisit how we can continue to raise funds. And that's looking at just different ways of fundraising. So in April, we're doing what we're calling Yellow Yorkshire, and it will be Yellow Yorkshire Month. So throughout the month, we're doing different fundraising events. We've got recycling, weeks for recycling, when companies can do recycling, and we'll come along and and collect it. We've got Brew with the Crew at the end of April, just agreeing the dates now, where you'll be able to go along to different locations across Yorkshire, And we'll have some of the crew you can have a cup of tea and a chat with. So that's one of the other things that we're doing, roadshows. So throughout Yorkshire, we're trying to light up some buildings. So if anybody's got any buildings that they would like to light up yellow. That would be great. It would be fantastic. Yes. So we're just sort of trying to get all of these plans together now, but just trying to raise the profile, raise awareness and light up Yorkshire yellow that's what we're going to do I think the ultimate for you Lynn would be to um, I don't know how you'd go about getting permission to do it but just imagine the Emily Moore mast down Wakefield way light that up yellow that would be stunning 
wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. When we were doing a little bit of brainstorming, you know, when we were looking around for uh, what we could do, that was one of the things that was mentioned. So if there's anybody out there that knows anything to do with Emily Moore Math, then uh, please get in touch. We'd love to do it. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. You've got, is it one helicopter or two new helicopters coming into the fleet? We've got two throughout this year. We have two replacement helicopters that are coming. They're the five-bladed H145s that are coming now. Our current ones only have four. It puts a lot of vibration through the helicopter, which is causing some damage to some of the, the equipment that's in there. And obviously, it's not as comfortable a ride as it could be for the patients and for the team working in there. And so we decided back in 2021, I think it would be, that Airbus had asked if we wanted to get on the queue for replacing our helicopters. And we decided that it was probably a good time to do it. Helicopters, we usually say sort of seven to ten years and ours that we've got now will be seven years this year. So we'll be able to replace them early, which means that potentially we get better price for them when we sell them. But the new ones, they'll have obviously the five blades, which make it more comfortable, a smoother flight. They've got more technology on board, cutting edge, secure communications that we can communicate with the hospital. So you can provide patient information to the hospital before they get to them. And that just means that you're saving minutes all of the time. And it's those crucial life-saving minutes that make a difference. So when they do the handover, you'll often see them in the hospital with it written down what drugs they've had, what their responses are. Whereas this, they'll be able to transfer that information in flight, which just, as I say, helps the team at the other end, the critical care team, just helps them to prepare better for the patient coming in. So all of this, along with an improved medical fit inside, is really going to sort of secure and, you know, build some resilience into our service that we're providing. I mean, with it, obviously, there are increased costs, but there are increased costs, not particularly because of the helicopters. It's because of all the fuel costs and everything else have gone up for the charity, just as they have for everybody else. We've also recruited eight technical crew members. At the moment or previously, we had a paramedic that was sat in the front of the helicopter along with the pilot, and they were sort of assisting the pilot as well. So they were the navigators. And then we had a paramedic in the back and the helicopter that flies from Nostal. There's a doctor that flies in there as well. Obviously, NHS is under pressure. Our paramedics are seconded to us from Yorkshire Ambulance Service. And there's a pressure within NHS, obviously, for them to have paramedics on the ground as well. So they want them in the land ambulances and different places within the hospitals. And so we've recruited eight technical crew members that will assist the pilot. They will have some medical background. However, they're more there to make sure that the helicopter's refueled, to clean it, to navigate and to help the pilot in a more consistent way and what that means is the paramedics that we do have are able to focus on their job and enhancing their own skills and practicing all of the things that they need to do at the roadside that stabilizes 
the patient when they get there. Absolutely fascinating to hear all that, how it works and the, wow, what an operation. Yeah, it is. They are amazing. The team are just amazing. There is nothing that sort of phases them. The pilots are amazing. They can land these helicopters anywhere and uh, really get as close as possible to where the incidents happen. The team are always there. I was at Topcliffe yesterday. They flew out at eight o'clock at morning, their first call. They weren't sitting down to have anything to eat until half past one in the afternoon. They were really busy. So some days it's one thing after another and they just put their heart and soul into it. So it's amazing. And then obviously we couldn't run this charity without volunteers. And we have a team of volunteers. We're always looking for volunteers in different places. We have a team of volunteers who help us at the Nairsborough Tractor Run. (laughs) They'll be along and they'll be uh, supporting the um, tractors there. And we go along, we do a bucket collection, stalls. We go along to events. We sometimes end up washing up and cleaning up and just helping the people who are organising events to make sure it happens and it goes smoothly. So if people would like to volunteer for the charity, Lynn, what's the best way to go about doing that? Uh, The best way to do that is to go to our website, which is yaa.org.uk. And on there, they can express their interest in volunteering. There are lots of events on there. There's all our uh, events that we've got organised, so the Leeds 10K, York 10K, all of those events that, that you can sign up for. And also, if you want to do anything to do with Yellow Yorkshire, you can enrol there and let us know what you're going to do. And we'll be in touch to find out how we can support you if we can. And also going into some of the the Brew With The Crew, where the locations will be for that. That's all on there. So really, that's the, the fount of all knowledge when it comes to YAA. And also on our social media, just watch out on social media, on the uh, Twitter account, Facebook account, Instagram. Everywhere we can, we try to um, promote them, drive it all through the website, and then we can get in touch. We'll get back in touch with you. That's fantastic. Well, keep up the good work. Well done to you all. I'm so pleased that we can do the tractor run again and do our little bit for raising some funds for a fantastic charity. And thank you for taking the time out to speak to us as well. No, thank you very much. It's uh, it's great. And uh, thanks to everybody who supports the Nesbro Tractor Run. Huge thanks to Lynn at Yorkshire Air Ambulance for taking time out of a busy day to chat to us for this podcast. And before I disappear, you might like to work for them. They're actually advertising a role, community fundraiser for the North Region. You can find out more on the website, yorkshireairambulance.org.uk. Yorkshire Air Ambulance.